Good morning, lads and lassies. It is Friday, June 19th, 2020. It's 8.27 a.m. Eastern Time. Um, let's talk about yesterday. Uh, bit of a bumpy, if not uh, kind of unexciting day yesterday for U.S. markets. The Dow closed down 15 basis points. The S&P was up 6 basis points, and the Nasdaq up 33 basis points. I mean, that's pretty much a flat day. Um the markets were swinging around a little bit just because there wasn't really anything going on, no real news, no real earnings. Um, the jobs number wasn't that good, but people were, they're reluctant to pay attention to jobs still. I don't know why. We'll talk about that in a little bit, though. Um, U.S. Steel, uh, old, typically strong, uh, if, if, unsexy American company, uh, which actually has one of my favorite tickers of all time. Their ticker is just X, just the letter X is pretty cool. Uh, they were down 13% yesterday uh, after a tough print on Wednesday after hours and forecasting a wider than expected loss for Q2. Uh, they also announced that they're going to be launching new shares. So they're going to be offering more shares and liquidating the equity stake of existing holders. Um, the market didn't like that. Uh, steep sell-off in US Steel yesterday. Um, I actually added them to my watch list after that, um, just due to, to one thing, uh, well, two things really, um, you know, they're a steel company, right? They make steel, um, they supply steel, uh, steel is used for building construction, uh, roadways, bridges, railroads, et cetera, et cetera. Um, you know, we are in the United States, we are desperately, desperately in need of infrastructure rebuild. And I mean, politicians have been talking about a rebuild America program forever. And we're very, very, very slowly, uh, undertaking it. But I think that's something that's going to happen, you know, over the long term. And I think obviously steel suppliers are going to be necessary and will benefit. Uh, additionally, you know, we're having these trade disputes in, in this trade war with China. Uh, they produce a lot of steel. They produce a lot of aluminum. They produce a lot of ore that gets used in all this stuff. And if tariffs go up on that, I mean, and also, you know, just kind of for national security reasons, like the U.S. isn't going to be so hot to trot on using Chinese steel. So, Take a look at U.S. Steel, down 13%, um, good, strong, old American company, kind of been on a slide for a while. Um, management needs to do some things um, to get the house back in order, but again, I'm not buying it yet, I'm not buying anything yet, but look at it, ticker is X. Um, new coronavirus cases continue to surge in California, Florida, and Arizona. Uh, Cuomo announced that he's considering a quarantine for people returning to New York from Florida. So all you snowbirds out there, stay frosty. If you're planning on coming back to New York anytime soon, just uh, stay tuned. And uh, if you are sick or are around people that are sick, just stay down there. I hear uh, Euro Bradley's is still open. Um, so the jobless number uh, yesterday was uh, 1.51 million versus estimates of 1.29 million. We thought it was going to be someplace in the middle, like 1.35, 1.4 million, but it was a little higher. Uh, keep in mind, last week was 1.54. So uh, are we settling out at this million and a half people being unemployed every single week? Um, we'll see. But Americans without jobs, uh, have, the number of Americans without jobs has continued to increase consistently for the last 11 weeks. Uh, I also read an article yesterday about Walmart um, saying that they're testing out uh, cashierless systems in some of their stores. So no cashiers, just all human checkout. And that ties in a little bit to one of my fears, which is a lot of these jobs that are going away right now aren't going to come back. Um, you know, we're coming up on a full quarter of these businesses being shut down and, and of people being furloughed and laid off. And 
businesses need to continue and you know they've got capital they've got innovation we have a lot of technology i mean they're going to figure out a way to do business without these employees and once they figure it out they're going to say hey we've made this capital investment in, in this new tech uh, the maintenance of this costs a whole hell of a lot less than paying for human employees with benefits and all this other bullshit, you know, we're not going to hire them back. So, hey, uh, necessity is the mother of invention and, and there's been serious necessity on the business side and it's showing that humans are becoming less and less part of that. They're less needed. Um, so I don't know what all this rosy optimism about jobs coming back is. I think, again, it's just the hope strategy, but Hope is just not a strategy. I'm going to remind everyone again of that. Um, the uh, the chief economist at Jefferies said uh, the unemployment data are very unconvincing. It's one of the things causing the markets to stall. Without employment starting to cooperate or participate in the recovery, you're not able to sustain the consumer spending, which helps drive the market. Oh, gee, thank you, Annetta Markowska. What brilliant insight. Wow, if that's what it takes to be the chief financial economist at Jefferies, I mean, pretty low bar. Uh, the Supreme Court uh, stopped the Trump administration from shutting down an Obama administration legacy program shielding 670,000 undocumented immigrants who arrived here as children uh, from being deported. Uh, chief Justice John Roberts called it arbitrary and capricious, um, which I tend to agree with. I also happen to love the word capricious. Uh, Trump tweeted that he thinks the SCOTUS doesn't like him very much. Uh, I can't imagine why. Uh, although I do maintain that I think the Supreme Court needs to be somewhat of a apolitical body and should focus a little bit on justice because uh, they say that justice is blind and uh, blind justice wouldn't, uh, wouldn't, you know, lady justice wouldn't like to get all caught up in bipartisan bullshit. Uh, but I think that's a good thing, you know, as a, as a descendant of, uh, of immigrants, you know, it's important that we, we foster new people coming here, uh, as much as I wish I was Native American, I, I just am not. Um, so let's talk about today. Uh, the Dow, uh, up a little bit this morning, pre-market about, uh, 45 basis points, the S&P up about 15 and the NASDAQ is up a little bit over 60 um, all three U.S. just uh, green a little bit. They've been swinging around. Uh, the Dow actually popped up a little bit more uh, since the last time I checked. It's actually looking like 80 basis points up now. Um, all of Europe, all European markets are up about 1% or more. I think that's on uh, all this new stimulus that they're giving out over there. Um, Asia, also up across the board. Crude is up pretty big, uh, 2% last time I checked futures, and gold was also up. Um we saw news out this morning that China is going to accelerate their purchases of American farm goods from soybeans to ethanol uh, in order to comply with phase one of our trade deal. Um, that's coming from sources familiar with the matter. Uh, they didn't uh, name anybody specifically, but uh, it's a day after uh, Pompeo and uh, a top Chinese official met in Hawaii to talk about uh, who knows what. But, I, you know, looks like an attempt at repairing things. I don't know if we see some optimism uh, in the market today from that, but... China's only bought to date 13% of the goal set in the original trade agreement uh, for the first four months. So they got a ways to go. Um, they need to buy more ag stuff from us. Maybe that's why agriculture has been trending up lately. Um, advice from UBS's Charles Day, who uh, I think runs their wealth management program, said, leave the stock bubbles to the day traders. That's the advice he's giving to his wealthy clients who are, have been asking him hey, should, uh, should I get involved in some of these stocks? And he says, no, uh, 
these little guys, these stocks that they haven't heard of, these you know little pops and drops, the fucking Hertzes of the world, the Nicolas of the world. Um, they're showing parallels with the 2000 crash, right? Which was the uh, the original dot-com bubble. If, if you don't know about that, just Google it. I don't have time to tell you about it. Um, AMC announced plans to reopen theaters by July 15th. Um, I'd like to go back and sit in a theater. Great AC. And again, I need my, my trash cans of Diet Coke. Um, that'll be in time for the release of Disney's Mulan remake on July 24th. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, Disney, obviously basically can't fail with their movies, but the original Mulan is good. I mean, people don't like it because, uh, I don't know, they, they, there's a number of ethnic concerns about it. Um, I just don't know if this one's going to be that good. I think Disney should stay in, like, the abstract, like, non-human area, like doing movies about animals and movies about, uh, like, cartoon-created characters and stuff and more abstract stuff, like Wally and things. Uh, and just kind of stay away from uh, touchier subjects these days. I don't know. We might see uh, Disney's Mulan be kind of their first trip up in movies in a long time, but who knows? They might just keep doing well. Um, CarMax reported this morning that's ticker KMX. They beat on revenues and earnings, uh, although sales were down uh, a little bit more than 33% year over year, uh, but better than expected. Um, stock's up about 3.5% pre-market. We talked yesterday about Vroom, um, which is one of the newer uh, online auto marketplaces. They're up about 4% pre-market, and Carvana, CVNA, up 2%. Um, CarMax, ah, take it or leave it. Uh, Vroom, I mentioned yesterday, I like. It's on my watch list. Carvana, also on my watch list. Take a look at them. Used auto sales, probably, probably going to be a place you want some exposure in the next 12 to 18 months. Um, so the China 618 sales event, uh, initial numbers came out. They look pretty good. For those who don't know the 618 sales event, uh, it's kind of like their Amazon Prime Day. Uh, it was started by JD.com, which is one of the two major e-commerce marketplaces in China, um, along with Alibaba. Um, the JD numbers were up 30% year on year in the first 24 hours of the 618 sales event. That's June 18th. That's why they call it that. Um, I think Alibaba is likely to be in line. They haven't uh, they haven't announced those numbers yet, but JD in the pre market is trading up just slightly. Um, Boston Fed President Eric Rosengren is going to be speaking on the economy at ten fifteen. Uh, Jay Powell, your favorite, and the Cleveland Fed President Loretta Mester will be speaking about jobs at one p.m. and the Baker Hughes rig count is going to be out at one p.m. too. Um, so. We looked at a bunch of charts today. We're going to get to the chart of the day in a second. It's about new home listings, but uh, some of the other metrics we saw out there, right? You know, we, we're hearing all this about strong retail, uh, people going back and spending lots, people being confident. You know, the, the the consumer being strong. But a report from Google Mobility shows that people returning to the workplace remains extremely depressed. Uh, open table figures on restaurants say that diners, you know, aren't really coming back. Uh, people are, are dipping their toes in, but there's not that big rush of people coming back to restaurants as might have been anticipated. And home base numbers on small businesses suggest that the number of open businesses and hours worked by hourly employees is kind of flattening out too. So 
I think we might be in the doldrums here. Um, people are thinking there's a V-shaped recovery. I think we're just at the bottom of the U, and I think we're going to stretch out for a long time. Going to see a lot more weeks of a million plus unemployed. Going to see uh, a lot more concerned consumer. I think people are in the wait and see period, waiting to see if the Fed extends their uh, stimulus package through the end of July, what they do with unemployment. I think there's just so many unknowns. Um, and people are spooked and the markets are high. And I don't understand why some people insist on buying things. If you've got that itch to trade, I mean, we'd be like, go for a run or do some push-ups or uh, bang your head against the wall a couple hundred times. Uh, see what happens. Um, the grocery uh, side of things, though, uh, grocers and, and retail grocery continue to rip. Uh, Kroger, company which we really love, um, doing very well, announced that their online sales were up 92% year over year. Uh, Walmart, Target, and Amazon also taking huge chunks of the online grocery space, whether it's curbside or delivery. Um, they're doing very well, and I think they're going to be a huge, huge, meaningful part of the grocery marketplace going forward. They already are, um, but I think they're going to keep growing that. Uh, in IPO news and grocery news, Albertsons uh, announced that they're going to be moving forward with an IPO after two prior failed attempts. Um, so a couple weeks ago, somebody wrote some article about the IPO market getting hot, uh, which is not true, but it is starting to come back. So, you know, we've seen Warner Media Group, we've seen Zoom Info, we're seeing Albertsons, we're seeing a few more trickle in here and there. So that's a positive indicator, but it's not overwhelmingly positive. We're not seeing tons and tons of IPOs. So just keep it in mind, but pay minimal attention to it. Um, Chart of the day today is from Redfin, um, the online real estate service. Uh, new home listings in all metro areas are increasing. Uh, that's all metro areas that they track. Uh, and starting to close the gap on 2019 and 2018 numbers, which are basically identical. Um, so why are new home listings important? Um, new home listings are important because the real estate market itself is, is really, it's not simple, but it's kind of simple to understand. So, you know, in order for new listings, which is referred to as inventory, to come onto the market, there need to be new closures so that people selling their homes can see comparable prices and feel comfortable that they're going to get a price that they think is fair for their home. Um, in order for buyers to be comfortable to buy, they need to see enough inventory on the market so that they can understand what the value of the inventory might be. So you can see how that kind of feeds back to itself when people stop buying, people stop listing. And when people stop listing, people have less data to make informed buying decisions on. So new listings coming back onto the market is a good leading indicator that we're going to see increased home sales. Obviously, the spring season is a huge, huge season for real estate, especially residential. Um, so I think there's tons of pent-up demand from people who just couldn't get out and couldn't buy homes. Uh, also, people spending more time in the home uh, is making them realize, hey, this house maybe isn't really working for me and my family. Uh, we might need a bigger house or we made it a different format. So I think we're going to see a lot of new buyers and new sellers coming up soon. And I think the summer is going to be hot for real estate. So look at Redfin, look at Zillow Group. If you must, um, just put them on your list. That's uh, RDFN and ZG. Um, EXP is another good one, EXPI. Take a look at that. Um, so let's talk about history really quick before we wrap up. In 2013 today, James Gandolfini died, a uh, beloved American actor, best known probably as Tony Soprano, probably his greatest role, but also some awesome roles in The Last Castle and uh, Zero Dark Thirty and uh, just tons of other stuff. He was, he was a talented dude. It was, it was a bummer that we lost him as soon as we did. Um, 
1953, the Rosenbergs, who were an American couple, uh, were executed for espionage. Uh, they were the first American civilians to be ex executed for espionage and treason uh, ever. Um, and that was kind of in the peak of McCarthyism and, and the Red Panic. And uh, they were basically accused of selling nuclear secrets to the Soviets. And they appealed it. And that was shut down. And they were executed by the state, um, which is pretty gnarly. Uh, 1944, the Battle of the Philippine Sea between the U.S. and Japan uh, kicked off. The U.S., again, beat the bag out of the Imperial Japanese Navy and Air Force. Uh, 1903, Lou Gehrig, the Iron Horse, was born. Uh, in 1867, Emperor Maximiliano I of Mexico was executed by firing squad. Um, really, really interesting history if you don't know about this. Uh, Maximiliano was uh, a Habsburg. Um, he was, you know, from that ancient, uh, that ancient European dynasty, uh, that emerged from the Holy Roman Emperor, uh, Empire, um, and he was installed as the Emperor of Mexico, despite being born in Vienna, Austria. Um, so, it, you know, his father was, was Franz Karl of Austria, um, who was the father of Franz Joseph who was the father of Franz Ferdinand. Um, but yeah, Maximiliano was sent to Mexico because they wanted to establish a footprint in the new world. And they said, hey, Mexico looks great. But the Mexicans didn't love that. And uh, there was a bit of a revolution going on and they executed him. Uh, his wife, Carlota, Charlotte, was able to escape though. Um, super, super interesting. Um, you know, for those who don't know, there was some interesting European interference in Mexico around that time period. And again, that's, uh, that's 1867. Um, he, uh, you know, Napoleon was over here messing around, uh, just, there's more to read about it if you have time today, it's interesting stuff. And in 1865, um, in Galveston, Texas, U.S. Army, or Union Army General Gordon Granger announced federal orders to, proclaiming that all slaves in Texas were now free. Uh, and that date today, June 19th, is known as Juneteenth, which is, uh, becoming a more and more relevant holiday. Um, expect to see lots of corporate messaging out there today. Uh, should be pretty fun, maybe a little cringy to watch. All right, guys, that's all we got. Have a wonderful day, and I uh, hope you have a great weekend.